Oh man, I love that intro. A eh? bit of JB there, just sort of jamming out before the potty and getting in the groove. I think it's a pretty good tune anyway. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I love that song. But anyway, um, you know, I think we're back now on episode seven, I'm pretty sure it is. And, you know, this is a pretty special podcast, I believe. So this week is Mental Health Awareness Week, and I sort of wanted to close the podcast off. Oh, sorry, not the podcast. Close the week off with this podcast and talk about, um, you know, what depression feels like. Um, but before we go into that, I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode with Fade, with um, Jazza and Pookie there. If you listen to it, you know, those dudes are um, two real cool people. Got a lot of respect for them and, you know, they've been real cool to me. Um, we're sort of linked up on some photo sh- on a photo shoot together and that podcast we did, I'm sure you guys took a lot of value out of it. But anyway, back into this. So, um, you know, sort of wanted to chat a bit about um, what people go through with depression um, a bit about the feelings that, that some of us may experience, sort of a bit more about my journey. There's sort of some stuff there that I didn't really touch about, which I feel a bit more accepting of now and like the void's sort of gone that I can openly share and be honest with you guys. Um, also sort of why it's hard for people to understand what depression is and, and those feelings in terms of um someone who doesn't have it, trying to trying to see it from a point of someone that does, how we can, um, also I'll touch on how we can also sort of understand people that might be going through it, um, some of the signs and like the feelings and everything, and then also moving forward, how we can, you know, come together collectively and sort of uplift each other to all be on that same level where, you know, we're all accepting of each other and can confidently and openly share our emotions and be in a spot where, we're comfortable and and don't feel afraid to do so, and then I sort of just close off with um with a bit of a wrap up about everything. But yeah, so I'm real I'm real super stoked about this episode, and it's sort of one that I feel like now's the perfect time. As all of these episodes, you know, like I plan a few of them out, but they sort of just pop into my head, and I feel like on the week how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling fresh about them, then those are sort of the emotions I want to be sharing because. I sort of learn and adapt through the week and then I feel like wrapping it up I can share with you guys and it's almost like feedback for myself and then also a bit of feedback for you guys and and some learnings there which um yeah I hope you guys enjoy anyway so we'll get into it so I think first things first what are some of the stuff that people go through with depression I mean I feel like we have sometimes a very narrow perspective on what depression is if we don't understand it you know I don't think depression has to be little or small and this is just my opinion by the way sort of through what I've experienced like by all means I'm not qualified in anything that I'm speaking about you know like I don't have some magic degree um, in mental health or 
you know, I haven't really studied in that aspect or, or stuff like that. But someone did say to me, you know, you can't get a degree or you can't, yeah, you can't get a degree in depression. And I feel like through that experience, that's why I'm sharing this with you. So anyway, what are some of the stuff that people go through? You know, and I don't think whether it's little, big, or anything in between, I feel like those feelings are still there. And, you know, some of us, whether it be through self-harm or, you know, worst case scenario, um, through suicide, those emotions are still there. And, you know, some of those feelings we can't comprehend, a lot of us bottle them up inside of us. And it's hard to express those emotions when you're in a state of something that isn't really yourself. And when you're going through it, you can't really see that bigger picture. Or or you can sort of see or hear or feel those emotions, those voices in your head. And you're very, very closed off. You can't really see, you know, the sunlight in it all. I guess it's sort of how it felt for myself. So, you know, a lot of us self-harm, um, go on wild ramparts, close off from a lot of people. Or it's sort of just like real similar stuff to that to try suppress those feelings and I guess you use that as an outlet and to kind of push it to the side and push those emotions out through a different sort of pain or experience. Now I feel like with depression itself, this is sort of how I would explain it to people. And I feel like this is this is kind of going to be, in a way, like I'm going to use a computer, right, or a phone or something similar. So imagine you've got a device. It's running perfectly. Everything seems to be fine. Now that device is you. Imagine you are this device, and you're you're running fine. Everything's operating smoothly. Everything's good as gold. And you know, imagine like an update on it as we move along in life imagine it as the technology like we get an update we learn we grow it's the same as the technology update we get better we learn we grow the technology gets updated it learns it grows and so on now i feel like with depression imagine a person however getting like a virus or becoming hacked this is sort of how I would explain depression. When something happens, you know, this like hack takes control of your body. Those feelings you once had where you were operating normally for, for like what I said before, like that technology, you know, it all just goes out the gate. This hack sort of has total control of you. And that's sort of what depression is. Now, when you have, have this hack or this depression, it's like it's another being inside of you. Or there's like a whole other system that takes over. And that's sort of what it felt like for me. You can't really comprehend those feelings and everything just seems to go downhill. Now as I explained, like with this hack or the depression for example, it starts to take over, right? And you don't really have control of your emotions or your body anymore. 
And I feel like this is where a lot of people, when when they see someone with depression and they don't understand, they can't really comprehend why they have it or they can't understand. They think, you know, on the outside, you look completely normal. You look fine. You look happy. You're smiling. You're doing stuff that you normally would, in some cases anyway. But really, on the inside, your whole operating system is fucked. Like, I I mean, it's like a harsh word to use, but that's the reality of it. And for example, like, these emotions that you're going through, you can't really just control them because it's like another system's taking place in your body. And then what starts to happen is, you know, you try to do stuff or kind of get better but as like a virus or a hack sometimes when you start to alter that system and you try to do a little bit more you can make it worse right and it starts to kind of double triple and like everything just starts to get worse now when you're sort of going through these feelings with depression it's hard for you to think in that same space where you're on the right path everything's going smoothly Because what tends to happen is it's like a whole other being is inside of you and everything you try to do is just out the gate. You can't really operate with them anymore. I guess that's sort of how I would sum it up. Um, Some people might say something different, but I guess for me, that's probably a way that I could explain it to people um, to best sort of understand what that feeling's like. So sort of like, Summing it up in in the easiest way possible. Imagine the human is the computer. You've got a main operating system, you know, our feelings, our emotions, everything that makes us tick. It's like the computer or technology, for example. Along comes a hack or a virus. Boom, it overtakes this whole system. And there you have it. You've got everything on the outside looking normally. But internally, everything's being is going corrupt and can't operate anymore. How stuff used to feel no longer feels the same as it does now. If that sort of makes sense. Now, with these feelings, when you get to that sort of state where you no longer have total control of who you are, it leads us to doing stuff that that most people think is just stupid. And why, like? You know, they question, why would you do that? Why would you self-harm? That's so stupid. Why would you commit suicide? How could that person kill themselves? They have a whole family that loves them. You know, they're brought up in a perfect upbringing. And sort of stuff like that. But in reality, like I said before, if you've experienced that hack or that virus that takes over, those feelings are just gone. They're no longer there. You can't have that sense of who you are anymore. So that's sort of what I want to explain to you guys and help people understand that, you know, just because stuff looks good on the outside, internally, sometimes that person's no longer who they were anymore. Everything's taking over. And that's really hard for us to understand. But from a person that's gone through depression, having anxiety and everything like that, where the links are together, and sort of like those first feelings are just taking over. That's honestly what it feels like. Now that I've sort of discussed those feelings, I want to jump back a little bit to 
a point earlier this year. And I feel like recently I've been a lot more open to this with people. There was a point earlier this year where I seriously was um was considering of taking my own life. And this hack slowly started taking over. Um, you know, I'd I'd finish work for the day and be driving home and I'd just think in my car over and over this just, you know, I didn't want to be here anymore. Life would be much easier without these feelings, without this hack taking over. And I'd be driving home along the Auckland motorway there. And, you know, I remember, it's still very vivid in my mind, I remember these big poles. Um, oh, they were like big concrete kind of poles and they held up like the light posts or like the the side of the motorway anyway. And I remember thinking like, you know, I didn't want to hang myself or do anything like that. I didn't want anyone to find me that way. I just remember if I can make it easier that I would speed as fast as I could into one of these poles along the motorway and sort of, you know, try fake it like it was going to be an accident or like I had fainted or something driving, just something like that. And that's how I saw my out. That's how I imagined taking my own life. And anyway, there was a lot of emotions that were going on earlier this year. And, um, you know, like with this hack, like I had mentioned before, it was just taking over and controlling who I was. I was no longer Quinn anymore. I didn't know who I was. And, you know, there was sort of a point where, um, a lot of things were out of my control and I sort of mentioned to this, um, I, I don't know if the person's going to be accepting of it, but I feel like to help, I feel like I need to say this to, to, um, make you guys understand. But, you know, anyway, I had, um, the depression real bad before this event happened. And anyway, I found out that I actually got someone pregnant and, um, trying to take care of myself and, have this whole other being take over and then finding out um, ab about that really destroyed me more internally. And um, I couldn't suppress any of these feelings. And, you know, like I said before, um, the times, you know, where I felt like I could, I, I had some time to myself was on those drives home from work along that motorway and, I was constantly driving home and just staring at those big concrete um, barriers or, or walls or whatever and just thinking, you know, life would be so much easier if I just rammed my car straight into them, just full speed ahead and and just erased everything and just wiped this virus out of my body and eliminated myself from Earth and, you know, that's all I could really feel. And um I guess anyway, from from that point on, like, you know, stuff did work out for me, which I'm super grateful for, but it's taken a long time to accept those feelings now and grow from it and be more open. And you know, through that I've started to pay more attention to 
what depression feels like and, and what it is. And that's sort of where I got this whole feeling like, you know, it's this hack just taking over your body. It's like a virus. Your operating system that you have and and everything you once were is no longer who you are anymore. And that's sort of why I want to move in now to to explain to people, you know, this is why it can be hard for some others who don't experience any of those emotions to to sort of sit back and, and think, you know, why is this um, guy, why is this girl, like why is this person doing these things? Because if you haven't really been in that position or if you don't understand that feeling, then like, you know, it's sort of hard to to put two and two together and look to say, this is why they're feeling depressed. This is why they have these emotions and this is why they're operating the way they are. And, you know, talking about this whole hack, I feel like we can sort of help people here to understand that this is what depression feels like for people. Because if you can put that link together, sometimes you can fix that hack. You can get rid of that virus, you know. You can get a new update. And as a human, as someone that's gone through that, that's sort of what I had to do. And, I, you know, I didn't really have many people to turn to what it felt like who could understand because there wasn't really many people around me that had those emotions going on or had felt that. So like as a society, if people can sort of understand what those feelings are, if we can kind of come together and and understand why the people are feeling that way, then, you know, I feel like we can help them. Because it's real hard, like when you when you are depressed and when you have those feelings, a lot of people sort of just say, you know, if if you're going through stuff, speak up. Just talk about it. Just share those emotions. But like that that's so hard to do. And it's easy to say, just speak up. But in reality, when you're going through that, like <laughs> straight up, honestly. The last thing you want to do is tell someone how you feel. And that's sort of where I want to get to that point now in, in changing that narrative to say, you know, it's okay if you don't want to speak up, but if we can make these feelings more aware and more known, if it's more accepted to have depression and have these emotions, we're going to be in a state where we're more comfortable and and open to sort of be able to flow into that next space. And like I said before, have that new update or, you know, get rid of that virus, that hack or whatever it is that's sort of taking over our body as such. I feel like I could be rambling on a bit here, but um, I think it's more the fact as well that, you know, I'm sort of trying to comprehend these um these emotions that, that I was once going through and, and to, to put it out and um, vocally express that to you guys anyway. But, but yeah, that's sort of how I would explain it. And, you know, as a society, um, you know, I feel like it could be a bit, not rude in saying this, but this is just sort of my honest opinion. Like, I feel like we do need to change the narrative and, and by saying, you know, it's okay to speak up and just talk because... You know, speaking up is one thing, 
but actually helping people to be comfortable with their emotions and to openly share them is a whole nother platform. And it's that understanding that we're lacking. You know, a lot of us actually don't understand what depression feels like, what anxiety feels like, or what any other mental health issues feel like. We have a really broad understanding of it, but in depth, we actually lack that knowledge of what people are going through. And that's a huge issue, you know, because a lot of us can sit there and just say to people, just speak up, bro. It's all good. Like, we're here for you. If you ever need someone to talk to, I'm I'm here. I've got your back. But, you know, we never say, I'll be there to support you. I'll physically lift you up. I'll help you update yourself. I'll help you get rid of this virus. Or, you know, I'll help you by being there and understanding what it is that you're going through. Because as a person that's going through it, like I said before, it truly is really, really hard to talk about it. You're not only battling with everyone else around you, but you're battling with yourself. And when you have that sort of constant nag and by saying it's okay to talk or speak up, I don't know what it is, but like for someone that's been through it, it really just plays with your mind because it sort of adds a whole nother element there. And like by saying, you know, if I speak up, will people accept me or will they really want to help? If I talk, what's next? Because they don't really understand what I'm going through. How do I know if they understand? You know, and that brings me back to that point where we really need to change that narrative And by saying, we're not just going to say what we're going to do, we're actually going to do what we're going to do. And that's like this whole podcast. I found it to be very therapeutic for my own emotions because it's made me open up a lot more. You know, this pregnancy that I spoke about earlier on, this happened almost at the start of the year. It's a long time ago. I only told my own dad about it, you know, two days ago. He didn't know this whole time. One person in my whole family knew. And that's sort of what I was getting to before. And like what I'm saying is that if we can understand that the people that don't experience depression or anything like that can understand those feelings that we're going through, then we know that they're going to be, I guess, metaphorically like an update for us. We can grab them, pluck them out, bring them over to help us. And they're not only going to mentally support us, they're going to physically support us as well. And actually be that person that we need. You know, I hope that sort of makes sense for um, for you guys listening. And, you know, as I said before, that's sort of my take on it and, and what I felt. And I don't know how clear this comes across or, you know, if you guys can really um, attach to it and understand. And if it sounds a bit messy, you know, like as I said before, I'm still learning and um, to podcasts and, and whatnot and to share my feelings with everyone um, in my view on things. But, you know, if you can take away what I said in there and understand, like I've said a lot of times across this podcast, but you know, um, about like what depression is and that it's really, it's it's like a hack that's taken over someone's body or a virus. And, you know, if you can remember that and help people understand that I feel like we're really really going to be moving forward um, 
a, a lot more, which yeah, I would really hope to see. Because um, I'm sure many people who have depression and, and those other feelings, if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you would agree with what I've said, because you know this is coming from my heart, and I really do want people to understand that these emotions that you're going through are totally normal to go through. It shouldn't be weird to grieve, to suffer, to um, go through these emotions and have depression and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, you know, we live in a world where it's completely normal and it is all around us. You know, where it has been around us for um, for many decades as such. But, um, you know, if we can change that whole perception and understanding around it, to accept it for what it is and to understand actually what it is, then we're going to only become more open about it and and actually be able to relate to people a lot more. Um, you know, because I know a lot of people now, they're like, well, you know, look at all the people that went to war. They never had depression. You know, it's that big misconception as well because, you know, a lot of them came back from war with like PTSD, depression, and they just weren't themselves anymore. But they were sort of bred to be tough and to just tough it out and to not talk about it but now we're in a completely different environment we can be more open about our emotions you know we we can change that whole narrative to say hey look people do understand what i'm going through it's completely normal if you're going through stuff bro honestly it's sweet we're here for you physically mentally you know socially if we can all become aware more we're here to support you will uplift you. And I feel like that's what we need to change. So anyway, yeah, I hope you sort of um, got a bit of an understanding about what depression was and and hopefully you can um, sort of put that puzzle together a bit better now and, and sort of add the pieces in where they were missing. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed that episode anyway. If you ever need to reach out, you know, I'm always here even if you want to catch up in person or just anything like that. And yeah, I'm always open and understanding. So yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. Oh, oh, oh. Cause then you miss out on more Everything in life won't always be pleasure You work for the treasure just to live even more Cause you say it's good